Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's the Low and Is Chargers podcast. Welcome back to the Believe in the Chargers podcast. I'm here with Chargers legend Lorenzo Neal. I'm is low. Super Bowl just finished. Tell me your thoughts. Well, you know what is before we even start, man. I just uh, just wanted to give a shout out to Marty Schottenheimer and his family. You know, we lost today. I lost a last night, rather. I lost a a father figure, a coach, a friend. Marty Schottenheimer was unbelievable. He was a coach. He coached me when I was with the Charger, Chargers. Um, he leaved behind, you know, his son, Brian, and Jimmy, his daughter-in-law, and, of course, Pat, his wonderful wife. And uh, they were just great people. Um, the things and way he treated me um, my time in San Diego was was just really unbelievable. Um, Marty Schottenheimer was just a he – was a, he was a great coach, but – he was a better person. I remember there was a time where, you know, one of my daughters, you know, suffers from Darvet's a seizure disorder. And, and I remember, you know, being at practice and, you know, one, one called and said, Hey, you know, your daughter had a seizure. And so they told coach and I'm at practice. I'm still trying to practice. Marty said, just go home or just go to the hospital. Got me out of practice the next day, you know, I'm, home and you know I'm one of those guys that get up like at four in the morning I like to be to practice early work early and he calls me at 4 30 and says Lorenzo because I know you're going to be there early but don't come in today I want you to stay with your daughter and with your family I mean Marty Schottenheimer was a great man and a lot of people just looked at and remembered him as just a you know because he played in the league but just a, you know big guy six 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 four I mean six five six six and very intimidating and yes he had a heart of a lion and yes he was tough and he was demanding on you on the field he demanded excellence the guy made you practice we remember we were at practice and wasn't going well and he made us go inside and put on full gear come back out and go over the drills again and run them harder and go live and tackle into the ground but he was tough he was fair but he was a great person and he was a person of that love of faith person that loved family and um I know we were talking about the Super Bowl and how fitting, you know, Kansas City Chiefs, a team that he coached to. And, but um, it's just a, a kind of a, a, a empty hole in my heart to have him gone is he was uh, um, the world's not a better place. Marty Schottenheimer was, a, you know, a great believer, just a great person. So the world lost the, the, the coaching. Uh, the world lost a great coach. They lost a great man, great person, great father. So thoughts and prayers with. Marty Schottenheimer, who was a part of the Charger family as well. Yeah, our condolences go out to the Schottenheimer family as well, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for letting me get that off. But now getting to, to Kansas City and, and this Super Bowl, it, it was a dud. And, and you know what it is? And when you, when you watch the game, and it was something that I think that you could appreciate this and think about 
a division, let's look at Alabama, and you think about Alabama playing against, let's just say, um, you know, Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma or Texas. But think of Oklahoma doesn't have not one, not two, but four offensive linemen. Now you got to go to the backup. It's like looking at having a D2 playing against a D player, even (laughs) though I'm not saying that some of them can hang. But think about what Kansas City was playing with, especially up front on their offensive line. That game was it was over before it started. You looked at, you know, games of football is one up and they're one lost. They're one and lost in the trenches with the big boys up, up front. And that game we got to see the Super Bowl. It was lost in the trenches. You saw Patrick Mahomes when he got the ball. How many times did Patrick Mahomes, who used to, aren't we used to seeing him with his legs, get out of trouble? And then once he usually gets out of trouble, now he can he can throw in a broken play. He can throw the ball downfield. Now he's out of harm's way. But he was getting out of harm's way to get back in harm's way because it was total chaos up front. It was breaking down from the start. And he couldn't get out of trouble to save his life he would get out of trouble one trouble to get back into more trouble so it really really tampa bay tip your hat to him todd bowles that defensive coordinator and what they were able to do to a makeshift offensive line i think the game got ugly quick it sure did low uh yeah you talk about being over before it started and that happens with some bets too as soon as you make a bet you lose right away or you won right away and yeah. with BetOnline.ag, you can find out yourself whether you're going to win or lose those certain kind of bets. And with football being over, there's the NBA, college basketball, and NHL. They're all in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is BetOnline.ag. Not only does BetOnline bet on sports, but you can even, even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. So everyone watching The Bachelor, go to BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything you can imagine. And of course, the 24-hour casino. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Speaking of that, low, aren't you supposed to be some kind of expert? Yeah, you know what? I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't block though. You know, that's why I gave me laid, I laid out my long, sad, sad, sob story um, up front because of the fact you, 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 it's, it's hard. You can't, I know everyone, we talk about Mahomes and, you know, look at, look how many yards, look what he was able to do. Nothing pretty much, but it started up front. And I think that you've seen that game. I think the way that it unfolded, I know you can bet online and go to bet online AG and, and make those bets, but I'll tell you right now, it doesn't matter. Tom Brady was on that team. You could have had anybody on that team. That offensive line was a sieve. And you had a Hall of Fame type of offensive tackle who ripped his Achilles last week against Green Bay. Um, you had your guards, both tackles out, guard out. You had four offensive line. Tell me, that's just when, you, when you're when you playing, in the, and especially that game, the Super Bowl in, in Tampa Bay, the way they were even playing, you had no chance. Here's the thing, too, is Tampa Bay did not blitz. Go look and see where they blitz in linebackers, blitz in safeties. They didn't even – they beat that. They beat Kansas City. They were able to double Kelsey 
not Kelsey, but um, uh, uh, um, uh, Tyreek. They were able to double and triple him because they could sit back and play zone. They could sit back and double, play zone one side. They could bracket whatever they wanted to do because they did not have to compromise the integrity, the compromise uh, the integrity of the secondary. Well, I think there there was one play um, in the third quarter where they blitzed both corners and Mahomes. He he wasn't expecting that, obviously, so he threw the ball in the back of the end zone and the receiver dropped it, and that, that's kind of the story of the game, too. Mahomes running for his life while his receivers couldn't catch the ball either. I mean, you saw him. He made some incredible throws that I don't think I've ever seen anyone make, and his receivers dropped it. I mean, what more could he do? Uh, his line, we all know. Tyreek dropped, yeah, Tyreek yeah. dropped, Tyre dropped the one in the end zone. Your app, Kelsey was dropping him, but and he, but he was throwing under duress. Yeah. I mean, is, did you, you know how many yards, guess how many yards they had, They guess how many yards he ran, not ran for 500. positive yards. But you know what? Yes. Can you believe that? That's an, that's an insane Five. stat. In the backfield, in the pocket, he's running behind the line of scrimmage. For 500 yards. I don't. Hello. When was the last time you heard of that kind of stat? I I've never heard of that. Is <laughs> <laughs> is receivers that run off? I mean, 500 yards. Is I never, ever, ever heard of that. So that was crazy. We'll we'll get more into that. I know you wanted to go over my amazing stats. I I didn't I didn't lose. I didn't go broke. I only bet we had 50 bucks. So. We go through you, you. You pull up my bets. We did bet online. Went to buy, uh, bet online, and and I only had fifty bucks. Only bet fifty bucks. But let's go through my games. Let's go through what you know. I only lost what ten bucks, eleven bucks. Not yeah, bad, you, right? You, yeah, you lost like ten dollars and seven cents. Yeah. So what do you have? Let's let's go through, and we can go through. Well, let's what talk I, what about the, Let's talk about the bet that you're the most confident on. The Travis yes. Kelsey bet. You said he wouldn't get 100 yards. I told you he'd get his no matter what. And what happened? He got his. He got his. He got his. I I I should have I should have I should have calculated it a little bit more. And I I, I should have. But uh, he got he got over 100. I should have went with Tyreek not going 100 because they double. They this is what this is what Tampa Bay did. That's why you got to give Todd Bowles a lot of credit. Todd Bowles said, "Look, Kelsey is a he is a chain mover. This guy can catch the ball, pick up 10 yards, 15 yards." So he's going to do that. He's going to get his. He said, we can't let both these guys get it. Tyreek is the guy who can take a, a seven-yard slant and take it the distance. He could catch the, the long bomb and, and everything and just kill you. So what they did, they said, we're going to double-team him, triple-team him, and if we can get home with the pressure, we're going to take him away from the game. They said, we are not going to let him beat us. Last time these two teams met, he had 260 yards receiving. Tampa said, no way. We are not going to let him beat us because he can beat you because he is a game changer. Kelsey's a chain mover, not necessarily a game changer. They said, we are going to let him get his, but we're not going to let Tyreek just go for 260. And so they got a perfect game to plan. But that game, you got to take tip your hat off to, you know, watching Shaq Barrett, seeing what that guy was able to come off the corner, Dominic and Sue, what they did in the middle. Um, of course, you know, Three hand, three finger Jack, you know, getting him, you know, you know, leaving the Giants and everyone thought Jason Pierre Paul was done. I mean, the guy played unbelievable. They really, really just got after it. And Tommy, it was just it was just an awesome effort by Todd Bowles in that defense. No, yeah, it was. It was an amazing defensive game plan. I don't think I've ever seen. I mean, we were talking about 
when the Chargers were playing Mahomes and we were talking about the last time we saw Mahomes that much um, under duress and we talked about probably his first game as an NFL starter against the Broncos at the end of his rookie year, the very last game of the season. But then you look at this game, uh, it seemed like Mahomes, he just, and he also, he had turf toe too. You saw him limping throughout the game too. I mean, you couldn't feel do feel anything about just bad for the guy. I mean, with Eric Fisher out, they had to rearrange their whole entire offensive line. And Lo, you know that better than anyone else. Rearranging your whole entire offensive line, especially before a big game like that, that, that doesn't put you in a position to win at all. It doesn't matter what kind of guys you have. It's just there, there's a reason why certain guys were starting over other guys. And then you add into the fact that receivers were dropping the balls too. I mean, it, they it was couldn't just catch Patrick. What, <laughs> what was up with that? They just couldn't catch a cold there is. What were you thinking when you were watching these guys just drop ball after ball? Because it was hitting them. Imagine Mahomes is running, turning around, spinning, 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 has his body facing towards the end zone, just chucks it whilst, while D-Lyman, while Jason Pierre-Paul or Devin White or Shaq Barrett's on him, hits the receiver in his face, Mac, in the, in the end zone. Mahomes couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I don't think anyone could believe it. How could you do that to your quarterback? He's literally fighting for his life, and you're out there letting the football hit you in the face mask. In the face mask. Right. He, Yes. It's, how about that one play? The guy's scrambling, and he's falling on the ground. Yes. And like you said, it hit him in the face mask. That was, like, unbelievable. The guys, I mean, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I have a newfound respect for Patrick Mahomes and uh, what he what the, the just just his ability to just survive. And, and you know, he, he was just hit, beat up, bombarded, just nowhere to go. But it was it was just really neat. But tip your hat to Tampa Bay. And I know we're talking about Mahomes and that inability of the offense, but let's let's talk about the effectiveness of of of, of Tampa Bay offensively. What surprised you? Was it the effort the, the in the effort they ran the ball? Do you see how they ran the ball with consistency? Was it the running game? Was it the running game was more uh dominant in your position or you thought the passing game? What what you thought stood out um the Tampa Bay's ability, especially offensively? For me, what stood out was all of the old players putting up vintage performances. I mean you had Antonio Brown catching a touchdown in the Super Bowl. You had that braided and Gronk connection for two touchdowns. And Leonard Fournette, yeah, he's not older as some of these other guys. But the past two seasons, he hasn't had great seasons since the Jaguars were in the AFC Championship game. He looked like his normal self, uh, just running over people, not going down without a fight, putting his hand on the ground to get extra yards. I mean, it was just... It's it was literally a vintage performance by this Tampa Bay Bucks team. It wasn't Mike Evans. Yeah, he made some plays. So did Chris Godwin. But it was mainly the other guys who were making plays. The guys who were yeah. on the Tampa Bay Bucks the previous season. Yeah, I agree with you. The older players and guys that weren't on the the team, like you just alluded to, Antonio Brown wasn't on the team beginning of the season. Um, Fournette wasn't on the team beginning of the season. Think about these guys that just came on the team and the the contribution that they got. And I just thought it was just amazing to see what Tom Brady was able to do with this team, especially with no OTAs, um, you know, no great training camp, 
COVID, what COVID's brought to the table. Guys couldn't be around one another. And think about them implementing this offense and just doing what they were able to do, how quick they jailed and all these other teams. You think about Tom Brady comes into this place, this new franchise, this new uh, locker room, and changes the way that these guys think and the way they behave and the way they play. I mean, it was pretty much legendary to see the way that they were able to play. But I was this I was funny just listening to Tom Brady and listening to the other guys like Fournette and saying, Man, Tom Brady was texting us at night, ten o'clock, nine o'clock during the week. We're gonna win this game. I mean, look at the positive reinforcement, reinsurance. Think about one guy comes to this team and turns Tampa Bay around. How much I'm not saying that Tom Brady, of course, we know he's the GOAT. We know how great of a quarterback he is, but would, that game, he did not have to be great for them to win. But what is it about him, in your opinion? Because what does he do for a team, organization? And your in your opinion is when you look at Tom, tell me about some of those intangibles from your in your from your young perspective, being around, you know, loving sports, being around sports your whole life, playing the game, and you know, uh, young journalists. What is it about him? Put it in your own words that you think that makes others just rise their level offensively and defensively as well as coaches yeah i mean he's a natural born leader low i mean anyone can see that looking on the insider out and you hear from his teammates too i mean you, you talk about with fournette and other guys talking about low no other guy on a football team would do that except the top dog the leader the the guy that the other players look up to i mean you talk about it. in the nfl not a lot of players look up to other players because they're all at the same same level or like would like to believe so but tom brady he's put on this pedestal by every single one of his teammates and even his opponents too you can talk to his opponents about the way that he plays i mean it's just the leadership it's it's just it's something like i don't know if it's an aura or something about him but he just walks with this confidence like something like yeah i'm that guy i'm the greatest to ever play this game at the quarterback position i mean <laughs> right low <laughs> right it's it he, he he is and it's that it is that aura, like you alluded to just what he does when he walks in in a way that he just takes over uh, he, he has guys believing uh, offensively, defensively. Just, I mean, the guy they were said he was getting at five o'clock, and he was there. He was, t you know, working with the coaches. And him and Brian Leftwich, look at the way that they, they were able to jail and do things that they were able to accomplish together. This was an amazing feat from this 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 team, especially with, like I said, OTAs, the things that they were able to go through. So I think that you, like you alluded to, not just a natural bone leader, but a guy that demands greatness, a guy that puts accountability at the forefront, a guy that you know that you can't take any plays off because he's going to make sure that he's pushing you in every way possible and, you know, and being demanding on every single player on that team to say, look, guys, we're going to do this and we're going to do it. This is the way that we do it. This is the way that you win games. You know, the old Patriot way, I guess, became the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He showed uh, that team and the organization what it takes to win. Yeah, and no, I, I want to talk about this. I, I kind of alluded to this one earlier when we were talking, we were in the playoffs. I think it was like the, our championship games episode where I was talking about LeBron James and how he went to a new team. And then in this Corona pandemic, he was the guy who was able to take the Lakers and take them to the top. And I was like, maybe it's Tom's year too. Maybe it's the old guys' year. Maybe it's the old heads' year. And I was right. It, it, it was. Even though I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl back in our championship episode, I was like, maybe Brady and LeBron yeah, are just on it, another level. 
Yeah, you were, but I I think that you have to look at it and and understand and understanding why you took Kansas City. But you got to realize you got to be lucky too. You got to have you can't necessarily have a bunch of injuries. And and I'm gonna tell you, I'm not saying that Tampa Bay and I'm happy Tampa Bay. Tom Brady and those guys won. I love Tom. Love him personally. Love his family. Like I said, I've just been knowing his family forever. So I am happy about that outcome. But I will tell you this. You don't. I, I it, for everyone to say, oh, well, we wanted Kansas. We we took Kansas. City. If you have your Hall of Fame type of offensive tackle that he's not playing, and you're playing against Shaq Bear, and you you lost. You don't. You you have four offensive linemen that changed in the offensive linemen that weren't starters. That's a huge blow because you got to realize offensive linemen they protect your most valuable player on your team. Uh, your franchise player is your quarterback. So you're you went into a game. And having a MCTAC law offensive line and people are still expecting that kind of performance from Mahomes, you're just, it, it's not, it's possible, but it's not probable. So I think that expectations, you know, sh- should have been kind of simmered down. So I don't blame, you know, people were thinking that Kansas City because of, you know, but yet and still people didn't understand the significance of the offensive line. You don't have that great offensive line, you know, who are you? I think this is a testament. And I think the Charger fans is they can look at this and say, when you look at Tampa Bay, how they're able to run the ball, do you look at the Chargers' backfield? When you think about who they have as runners, do you think their backfield is comparable to Tampa Bay's? I mean, Fournette's not. Is he? I mean, is he? You look at Eckler. I mean, yeah, you I look mean, at Ronald Jones Jr., Leonard Fournette, and Austin Eckler, and Kellen Village, and um, the other rookie this season. I, 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 you can't really compare that because. Ronald Jones Jr. He was in his third season as an NFL running back. The past two, he was getting um, he was a starter for the Bucks, so he's getting a lot of reps. And then uh, we all know Leonard Fournette. He's been a stud since high school, so you know we've all known what he's been about. He just needs to be put in a good situation, which he was this year. So I, I, you definitely can't compare these two separate see, backfields. I, I, see, I, I just think I think if you look at Eckler and I think if you go pull up their numbers. Pull up Eckler's numbers as a receiver and as a runner, and put up, look at his seasons, his best seasons, and look at him receiving, and compare them to Fournette's. Yeah, I think you'll be, I think you'll be, I think you'll be shocked and taken back by, by, by Eckler. I think you really will. I, I think that you look at him in the passing game; it's not even close. He's way better catch pass receiver than Fournette. I don't even think they're in the same. I wouldn't even put him in the same zip code. Now I think Fournette runs harder, but I don't think he's. I, don't, I think that Eckler brings. I think Ooh, Eckler are brings, you saying that Austin Eckler is better than Leonard Fournette? Is that what I think you're saying? I think that, I'm not saying. I didn't say. I said is he comparable? Yes. I think. I think there. You can make a case that there would be some teams that would take Eckler over Fournette. Fournette was. You look at him last okay, year. Let, 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 in, let me in, read in Jackson. you. Let me read you the stats. So Leonard Fournette this season, dealing with. Injuries and all that. He had 97 carries for 376 yards and six touchdowns. While Austin Eckler had 116 attempts with his injuries too. These guys were both injured like at least half of the season for 530 yards and one touchdown. So look at their average. Who uh, they average? Eckler average. Eckler averaged 4.6 and Leonard 3.8. Yeah, and go go to look at last year. Now go back last year. And, and look at last their passing. Last year, yeah. Leonard Fournette had rushed for 
1,152 yards, averaged 4.3 yards. And last year, Austin Eckler had 132 carries for 557 yards and averaged 4.2 yards. Yeah, and so if you just go and you go and you know you start going back and just looking at their, that's that's what I'm saying. So I think even in the pass game, I take Eckler. I would take Eckler in the passing game. If you look at the, the, the you know their average receiving yards and stuff. So I, I just I, so my point, of course, I, I think that Tampa. I think that Tampa's got a little edge, but I think far as just, I don't think that for in my opinion, I don't think Fournette's a great back. I think that you know Jacksonville. Yeah, Jack, no, no, Jack no one's calling him a great back. He's a really good running back. Yeah. Okay. So we're in the same. We're, I think he's yeah. a good running back, and I think, I think that Eckler's a good running back. I think that he's, I, I think that he can. I, I think that if both these guys in, injured, we'll see next year because now you're gonna have you're gonna have a team in in the Chargers that's going to, you know, hopefully be a lot healthier, and you got a you have a quarterback that can take some of the pressure off the running game, and you got receivers and stuff. It's gonna be interesting to see. I think that Eckler's gonna have one of his better years. I think. That's yeah. so. I, and my, speaking of my, that quarterback, my, low. This is Chargers podcast. Justin Herbert won Rookie of the Year at the NFL Awards Show this past weekend. Tell me your thoughts about that. Hey, this is a guy. Hey, this is I mean, I'm got is I got it now. This is one that I do pat you on the back. You Oregon duck, you because you are you know you do you are uh, you know you are a student at Oregon and you're you know you are a duck and you you freaking doing a great job with your. Uh, you know, with your your TV career there and stuff, and this is a guy that you know, is, you know, from your 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 school. So, I, I think that you've always had high hopes for this guy, and I didn't. I said, hey, he was going to play. I was like, hey, this guy. I, I thought that you had a quarterback um, that was Tyrod's going to hold him off, and thought that he wouldn't play. And, and even when Tyrod got hurt, I did not think that. I did not think that your guy would have the type of year that he had. I really didn't think that Justin Herbert would come in and take the league over by storm and play with the play with the the muster and the grit that he showed um, was pretty it's fascinating to me. So um, rookie of the year deserving. Um, and I think that the L.A. Chargers are in a good day with, uh, you know, with Justin Herbert. Yeah, Chargers fans, you guys are in a better position than ever in terms of where your franchise is about to go because right now, sky's the limit. You have a young quarterback who looks like he can get it done. I mean, he set rookie quarterback records going for 31 touchdowns and 4,336 yards. Mind you, these stats were better than Philip Rivers' stats this year, and he played one more game than Patrick Mahomes in the regular season. So that just tells you that. I mean, that ends that debate. I, I got, like about all of that like the chargers made the right move moving on from philip and drafting a young buck they did they did not only that you bring in a defensive head coach defensive minded who presumably is going to get this defense right this defense has had a lot of high draft picks but just guys who haven't stayed healthy or defenses that just blow big leads and that's also in part to the offense so i'm just excited to see well, me and Lowe, we're going to talk about this all offseason, about what the Chargers are doing to put themselves in a position to be winners. Yeah, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you, uh, um, is, you know, what would make me just elated, and we'll get into this. We got a, we got a long season, and we'll get into, of course, places that they need to upgrade and different things that have. 
But I'll tell you, I'm just going to give you a little teaser is, and I know we got to, uh, I know we, before we, before I give you this teaser, uh, I'd love to know some, uh, what, what maybe we can talk about a next, next, next show, but what is the odds of your quarterback? Is he, is it, what, what, what would they could do bet online? Is there early, is there early predictions out for a Justin Herbert? What type of, uh, you know, stats would be out there on bet online for a quarterback before the season started? Um, do they have anything for touchdowns? Will they have anything for, um, would he, you know, how many AFC players of the week can he uh, earn? I just want to know if, you know, bet online has some of those different, um, uh, some of those bidding bet props that guys could get on and have they already started about the favorites and, um, you know, we'll get into all that, you know, where the charges are going to be ranked. What's their odds to get to win the uh, division or, or, you know, so those are going to be a lot of things that will be great. I can't wait till we start talking about the draft and, and get in it because uh, is there might be a, there might be a little, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm coming at, maybe Lorenzo, maybe uh, play for the Chargers again. How about that? That, you know, that my, would be my, amazing. My, talk about, it would be. talk about, yes. <laughs> Just destiny. I, I don't know what you would call that, but that's just that's fate. That's fate right there. I, I, yeah. So I'm trust me. I'm 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 hoping and praying. I know I, I know Baltimore. There's some teams that are looking at my son Lorenzo, of course, and um, I know the Chargers. You know, one of the teams, and you know, uh, you know Raiders and Niners. So he's gonna have a top opportunity to you know play on Sundays. But God, that'd be pretty neat if he uh, ended up in uh, with the L.A. Chargers, huh? And that'd be way better than playing in Baltimore, in my opinion, playing for Los Angeles. Way better weather. Oh, yeah. And, and you know what it is? And we can talk. And then the thing about it is we could talk about him all the time, right? Then you and I can yeah. bust his chops and say, what happened to that defense? <laughs> we, we'll get him on the show and be able to bust his chops all the time. I'm sure I'm sure he would love that, low. <laughs> yeah, he would. He told me, actually, I, I told him that we we do this show and he's going to he's gonna definitely join us. So we'll, we'll definitely uh, get him on the show and and uh we'll talk a little x's and o's and you know talk about his uh his, his career but uh, uh you know I, I i look forward to our next show but i want to want the listeners once again to know where they can go to make you know football's over but if they can still make some bets uh, in the basketball the nba golf everything so let them know before we close up shop where can they go to to, uh, to make a little money that's right betonline.ag you can either go on your mobile device or on your laptop just search it up in the browser and it pops up right there easy to make money a lot of betting props just a lot of sports going on too besides football like low talk about nba ncaa and nhl there we go there we go thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.